0: You're listening to the Mascot Support Group Podcast, the furriest and fuzziest show on the web.
1: Disclaimer, the voices and opinions of this podcast do not represent the teams, organizations, or employing the host or special guests. The OIW Podcast Network and Altai Energy proudly present to you, the Mascot Support Group Podcast.
2: The furriest and fuzziest show on the web. This is the mask Support Group Podcast, brought to you by Otti Energy. And of course our newest sponsors, Awesome Flu productions and events. So I tonight I am joined by J B. How you doing? You stole my line. Too bad. Irving, <laughs> how you doing this evening? Doing. Bus buttons. How are you doing today?
1: I am doing fantastic.
2: Of course, coming coming from the um, Parenting Sports Podcast, the mascot Sensei is
3: with us. How's everybody? Good. Join and alongside
4: Kurtz. me is my best friend in the entire world, Philly's greatest export, the Baller, Mister Dominic Jenkins.
2: My
5: brother, hey.
2: everybody. People. So, on this episode of the Mascot Spooker podcast, um, it's getting close to that time of year where there's a lot of mascot camps still going on, UCA, NCA mascot camp, and there's a lot of um mascot tryouts to be coming out very soon. So, one of our main topics this evening is how to get ready for your first mascot camp or your very first mascot tryout audition, and in the So um for those that may not know, I was a collegiate mascot. So I did the collegiate circuit. Um uh, the mascot sensei's um daughters daughter, um was in the collegiate circuit as well. And he did collegiate as well. However Irvin will be starting his collegiate um um journey very soon. Of course, we have, uh, with our repertoire, our credential, a minor league mascot performers, and maybe a major league mascot performer as well on our show. So, um, we're going to be talking about a lot of things to help you guys get ready for your auditions and tryouts. So, we're going to kick it off nice and easy. Um, Bishop, that's got sensei. Do you remember what your auditions were like um during the collegiate time
3: yes i do actually i i have one that i actually did i had to actually (laughs) to show you how long i've been doing this i had to send them a vhs tape of my performance and uh they took me in from seeing that performance they actually had people on the campus that tried out but they still wanted to get you know, get footage and see what I could do, Uh, um, you know. So, I ended up uh, shipping one of my performances on VHS tape. That's how long I've been in the game. So, um, yeah, I do remember it. And, uh, but, you know, certain things don't change. Um, You know, what they're looking for, they're looking for uh, enthusiasm, they're looking for, um, you know, uh, someone that can uh, improv, Uh, The more props you have just depends on what school you're you're going to. But I can tell you the more props you have sometimes is not always better. Sometimes less is more. Uh, But, you know, it just it just depends on who's judging you. But I I can tell you most mascot uh, coaches and mascot performers, they appreciate someone that can take just the very essentials and, and make a masterful art out of it, you know just giving my opinion. Not that you asked all that, but I just thought I would just tell you that right off the right off the jump. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember I remember what it was like, but it was it was a while back. Now, as far as my daughter went, she literally had to she literally had to skip prom and drive down to Waco and you know, do a skit, you know. So she sacrificed her prom, her senior prom for for that. So, yeah. Uh it's 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 a little bit different now, but hey, the atmosphere is still the same.
2: Because I know <laughs> for me that was um with FAU we had the interview process and we had to do a sketch. So mine was like think like very simple and it was I brought my drum, I was it was a pop, and that's like if my drum and did some stuff mm. but when it came to uca camp that was a whole another story
0: <laughs> because
2: mm. at my camp you had um big owl Al,
0: mm-hmm.
2: albert and Alberta. um you had uh, mike tiger
3: mm.
2: so just to name a few so we know those skits that they do at nationals are like Top-notch, tops, sets, all that stuff. Right. Right. Are you ready to hear what I did? I'm listening. You guys are going to laugh. I had my Razor scooter. I had a big big deck of cards. (laughs) I had a sign that said, Owsley, Mind Freak. It was a parody of Chris Angel. Oh, boy. Mind (laughs) Freak stuff. And like if if you see the pictures, it looked and I had a towel. Like
3: a piece of towel. Wow.
2: And that was it. Like if you really talk about doing like the damn minimum.
3: Yeah. My my mine was James Brown. (laughs) I feel good. And I did it to the point where even where when I ended it, I had someone come in and put the cape on me. And you know the music dies down, and I shook the cape off, and I went right back into it. And I mean, they just went nuts. I mean, I had the I had the wig on. I had a James Brown wig. I had I had that going. You know, but again, it wasn't a lot of props. It was just a lot of you know action and a lot of uh, animation. You know, um, you know, over the top animation. That's that's what kind of won me in. Now the interview part that was funny. I don't really recall the interview. Um, They may have asked some questions, you know, like, you know, what's your GPA? (laughs) You know, that that kind of thing. But it wasn't a lot of, uh, wasn't a lot as far as questions go. Uh, They just liked what they saw, you know? And, uh, you know, some people were just amazed that here's this kid that didn't even, you know, live on campus yet, just coming straight out of high school that took over this spot. And back then, Charlie, there was only one mascot performer. There wasn't any of this people switching out at halftime. Uh-huh. Uh, no. Owsley, I was the only all one. four quarters, my friend, mm-hmm. all four quarters. Okay, yeah, and we. I, and sure. I, didn't, I didn't have a dressing room, okay? I'm the old guy here. I didn't have a dressing room. I had the football tunnel. That was it. Wow. That was it. That all was right. it. All right,
2: I had the I share a trailer with um security
3: mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah at least um, you had a trailer that's, that's that is, that is nice
2: but it was at the at the hellhole lockhart stadium during that time in Fort Lauderdale. yeah literally yeah. the very last game at that stadium the scope the, the school bird went out oh wow their very last game how ironic wow wow now, now intern miami plays there
5: right okay
2: right. so in, in that in that property a brand new beautiful facility
3: so what are, what are some things uh, that you think needs to be emphasized these days out hey I'll, let's start with j b what 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 would you say if someone was brand new to this like brand new what, what would you say was just the one big thing they can't go without doing that they must, you know, perform or do, you know, to 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 win over a crowd or to win the position?
4: I'd say for the most part, be present uh, is definitely one of those things. Um, I don't personally have any experience with auditioning per se, with at least what I've done. Personally, but if I were to give recommendations of how to study and how to educate on how to prepare or what makes a good audition, I'll give you five. I'll give you five college mascots that you need to pay attention to because there are particular performances, national championship winning performances that have been or have made big impacts at UCA. I would go Sparty, Michigan State. Aubie, University of Auburn. The Bearcat, University of Cincinnati. Smokey of the University of Tennessee. And then if I were to give you one more, I would go Goldie Gopher of the University of Minnesota. Uh, look up some of their performances and just see how they are able to engage a crowd. Like some some performances you'll have pop culture references some maybe you appeal to maybe a little bit of an older demographic um so just have something in there that appeals to everyone now this man over here on my right over here he has auditioned uh in plenty of times for sesame place done plenty of rehearsals uh so i would like for him to share some of his experiences uh auditioning and preparing to be a character performer Mm -hmm. in the theme park so dominic take it away
5: yeah so um what the audition process was like uh sesame place uh wasn't that to me it was pretty easy Uh, all i had to do for real was just uh submit an application online and then there you go uh once I got in, uh, there was a, a my very first day working there. I remember it was a, a rehearsal for a parade. And that was the first thing I had to learn before rehearsing for anything else. So with the parade rehearsals, it's different from rehearsals with, um you know, other shows. In parade, you had the whole cast of whole different characters and whole different dancers, out of costume dancers and et cetera. And they all learn like certain pieces, certain bits for certain sets of the parade. Um and the rehearsals would be typically like three, maybe four hours um a day. Um I went to about four of them before I uh got cleared to actually be in the parade um, a lot of fun. they made the rehearsal process speedy. you know, they were teaching stuff quick you know they expect you to get the material, but like you have you practice on your own on your own time. so um I did a lot of that and um never forget my very first parade I um winded up being a character. I wound up being Ernie and boy, was that an experience that I'll never forget? um you know pop locking it getting jiggy with it you know all that I, you know I, I had a ball um and then there were other times where i was would not be a character i would just be a dancer you know i would get people to try to you know dance along with us in the characters but yeah that's 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 that in my experience there um yeah
3: yeah like i said time times have changed man you know we uh clicking uh and, and logging in and applying through a, a website or through an app is just you know to me it still blows my mind and but you know th- that's where we're at these days and age i mean these people can they can do these things you know remotely now and and pull in who they want you know so you know it's it's less how can i say energy behind getting initiated for an interview or uh for the process of being uh, a mascot for a school now J and B, you, you you failed to mention uh, Mary Go for Baylor is a two-time national champion. So recently, so that was my daughter two times. She, she you know so I, you know you know also pay attention to that Baylor was on point now for a while about four or five years ago I think Sammy Bearcat was winning uh, awards. Sammy uh, and- was up there. So oh. pay attention to them too. You know I'm a, I'm a always pump my schools. You know what I'm saying. But, uh, <laughs> absolutely
4: um you know obviously the audition process uh is uh it, it can be time consuming obviously when you're a student and you saw a- a- academics going on they expect you to be disciplined they expect you to be responsible um but just going over to my neck of the woods for a second uh is uh the interview process because that's the other part of getting into a mascot obviously major league mascot can't reveal my identity but um These guys know who it is, but um, I, uh, you know, I've had some pretty strong interviews and having a personality and also showing what you can bring to the table outside the character as well. Because working with individuals like handlers, marketing, uh, people that work in uh, work in tech, drumline, you'll be working with all different sorts of people. No one is below you. Always go with that mentality, have humbleness going into that. And uh treat everybody as an equal. And, you know, come in with plenty of experience with, you know, I would say uh things like uh community and uh um giving back and things just, just a lot of you know being involved in a community is something I would definitely uh recommend and just being able to communicate uh and just be a strong voice. And if you need to be an ambassador for your team, college organization, whatever it is. So you are a representative of your university, your college, your high school, your team, your organization, whatever you represent. So go in there Give a good interview because the dancers and cheerleaders, they expect the same exact exact thing. Some girls uh, I, I know, that I know on the on the sidekicks dance team, uh, one of them came in like as this shy little bubbly girl. And then when the season was over, she was that confident queen, like just ready to go out there and pop it, just be a star and you could see the evolution in people. So if you are not that going into the interview process, be open minded and always be willing to learn from others. That's how I got there
1: as a promoter of uh, possum flus and someone who recently just got a mascot for our uh, our community and our organization. I can double down on JMB's sentiments there that I, for me, I was, I look for personalities. I look for people who are larger than life. Um, To be honest, your skill gap is less of a requirement for me as more your personality and what you bring to the table. Um, and that's both inside and outside the suit. So uh, like JMB and b said, uh, your social media presence is really important and that can only uh, benefit to you. And more importantly, do you match the brand? Do you match the team? Damn. Do you match the energy and the vibe that that organization or that team or that event or wherever you are applying for Um you match that vibe you you met you 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 gel with them and when they look at you they see that entity so um personality is super important i find because uh it, it makes the difference between me taking you on and me going on to the next person just simply because like there we all are a dime in a dozen and you got to really stand out In order to for people to take you seriously, and you can take that from me as a promoter. Uh, I'm looking for people who are larger than life, always. So, um, believe in yourself. Always double. Always, always, always commit to uh to your performance which is why i say at the end of this podcast always live in the performance because i truly believe that when i when i am fu- when i throw on fuzz and I, I went to Anthrocon, which spoiler that is fuzz's corner later um i live in the performance i live 110 percent um embody the suit and everything that i do so you have to do that for everything you do and especially if you're a mascot and a performer um so yeah, show your personality, and at the same time, um, soak in the soak in the entity that you are trying to represent. Because, uh, yeah, you're representing someone. You're trying. You're you're applying to represent a team, to represent a brand, to represent an entity. Give it your all. Show them that you are, you are the person for that job. So,
3: uh, well I just well want I just want
1: to say that as a little promoters. Yeah. Um,
3: uh it's funny it's funny you said that because the thing is especially with college universities when you say fit the brand that's 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 a big key right there it depends on where you apply to go to where you where you're where you're on uh, what campus you're on you know because hey if if you're notre dame there's certain things you're going to be able to do uh that you know mike the tiger ain't going to be able to do you know and vice versa it's just that's just the way it is you that, know. That, that's that, that's
1: a part of living the brand like literally soaking in soaking that's, that's in what you're trying to go for if you're going for a college god bleed your colors bleed your damn colors
3: exactly exactly now Irvin, i, I know we've been taking over and, and you've been soaking all this in you, you you're you're a newbie when it comes to this realm but yeah. it's, it's, hey you're about to start a whole nother journey my friend and i'm hey I'm, i don't want to be like i'm coaching you or anything But I'm telling you, man, like what Buzz Buzz just said, live in the moment. I mean, this is going to be an amazing time for you. And I mean, cherish every small detail to what happens with you within these next three to four years. I'm telling you, because it goes by so fast. You know, it was it's like yesterday where I remember Air McNair, God rest his soul, getting hit and he slid right by me. On a national televised game, our only national televised game back then, um, you know, because he was a Heisman candidate. Uh, so I, I'm just going to say that. But hey, what do you think was the intangible for you to get to where you are at this point? Even even though it's early in your mascot career, as far as collegiate goes, what do you think was the intangible for you?
0: Yeah, that's a hard question.
3: Well, I like asking hard questions.
0: Hard question. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I I can say I you know I I done a lot in my career and really getting into the step of the college is really where I, where I dream of when I was a little kid. Uh, I I watched a lot of uh, Boston College uh, mascot named Baldwin and he got me kind of into college mascots and mm. um, but yeah, this is a this is a big step right here, and I'm I'm very excited.
3: Man, you got this, man. It's in you. You got it. So anyway, Charlie, go ahead.
4: Or Irvin, I I need to brag on Irvin just real quick because,
3: <laughs> man,
4: I mean, little brother, I mean, you have grown so much in the past year or so. Like when I first met you, you were this shy in the bubble, like 16, 17 year old and just, you know, didn't really have a lot to say um, and uh, was still kind of trying to find your way and you have overcome so many obstacles you have overcome so much like you've already done so much so young you are 18 years old and you've already done like six seven mascots man like you have I mean you are honestly an inspiration to a lot of people and god i I mean so many people are gonna be looking at you you know who are sitting there in like shiners hospital in boston and um just seeing your journey be like man look at irvin like he has so much like that he's gone through but you have a big heart and Mm -hmm. that is what matters in this industry and
2: can't help it, but my little boy's growing up. Oh. (laughs) Oh, Oh. My little boy's growing up. Oh,
3: man, you know what? Anyway, yeah. Hey, I feel you, you, man. I feel you. I feel you. But, yeah, man, just just cherish. Just cherish. Remember what I'm telling you when it starts happening. Cherish every detail. Every detail. You know, you may not have had your best performance that day, but believe you and me, there's one kid that was watching you, and just needed that touch. I swear it happens when you yeah, when you don't yeah. think you have anything to give. And there's that you'll look over and you'll see that one tiny kid sitting up there watching you. You never know who that kid's going to turn out to be. Exactly, you That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. So anyway, Charlie, go ahead. Uh,
2: and the thing is, um, JB saying how Irving. It's, it's, it's gonna be inspiring a lot of people. One of our maskers group members here in, here in Sunshine, Sunshine State, Max, he's told us multiple times that he looks up to Irvin. Wow. And Max also uh, has CP as well. Wow. So, okay. and the thing is, when we all met up uh, a month and a half ago, For Raymond's birthday. Just seeing how Max was so excited to meet Irvin, and you can see how much he looks up to him as as a performer and Max wants to become a mask up performer. So um, Tampa Troppens, if you're hearing this I know um, Max has been um, trying to talk to you. He's going to be a diamond in a rough. Please give him a chance.
4: It's funny we bring up uh, Diamonds in the Rough and bringing up, uh, you know, you never know who's watching. Dominic, you and I met through a very unusual set of circumstances. Um, I remember um, we're both very passionate in perfecting our craft when it comes to uh, the dancing with, you know, Chuck E. Cheese and that sort of thing with every single live show. Um, And I remember we were studying the bootacular one and or it was haunted house party and it got leaked early by somebody else and you thought it was public and so you posted it on your page thinking it was public and then i dm'd you i was like hey man uh you know you know this is supposed to be private right this is leaked out material and uh you're like oh my bad i didn't realize it but um after that (laughs) we started talking (laughs) And eventually, we realized that our stories were very similar, mm. and we just started to click. Like we absolutely hit it off. And then I saw his rap. Like this man can rap. Like I saw his raps for Chuck E. Cheese, and then I saw some of his performances that he did. <laughs> and yes, yeah, yeah, he, he 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 can rap. Uh, and uh, he's bars, uh... bars. Yeah. And uh, he's done some performing. I saw some of his performances with Chuck E. Cheese as well. And I was like, I talked to my friend Matt, the franchise, and I said, yo, Matt, we got something. Like, like we the, the, there's something special in this kid. I'm like, we, we really got a good one. And eventually I flew Dominic out here to Dallas and uh, had him meet Matt for the first time. And um, just getting to share that moment the three of us uh was great so hey, um, you
3: you know what you're not gonna sit here and just just try to run this by us man hey i want to i want to hear some lyrics give me some pizza pepperoni lyrics man <laughs> let me let me hear them pizza pepperoni okay, break okay. Lyrics. Let's well, go. i'll man. give
5: you i guess i'll give you a little excerpt let's I'll... go let's go so uh <laughs> i'm trying to think whichever one Whichever one. Um, all right, we'll hit, the, we'll hit him with the we'll hit with the summer one. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Who's our master ceremony? C E C Chuck E Cheese. Who's always ready to bring the fun for you and me? C E C Chuck E Cheese. He's giving us the taste of the summer breeze. He's known as the Big C. Everybody say his name. C E C Chuck
3: E Cheese. Yeah, there ooh, you go. Ooh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right.
4: <laughs> Just a little bit.
5: But it was like <laughs> dur- dur-
4: during the springtime one, the springtime one, he was like going off like flowers of blossom and a fun lobby and bobby bob. uh-huh. it's Birthday today, <laughs> No, Happy, happy birthday. My a God. A boy or girl will throw the party your way. This is a party of the lifetime. Mom oh and dad don't worry about the bedtime. So in the meantime, they're having a great time. Great time.
3: Oh, man. Them other pizza places don't stand a chance, man. man. <laughs> yep.
4: Yeah. Hidden talents, hidden talents. You know, finding the best <laughs> in people cuz even outside the costume, we have great abilities and things that we're able to do that brings more to the organization. Like for example, um I, I would say uh who who's a who's a good example of of somebody who has like does their talent once. I think
2: um uh, J&B. Yeah. Um, one thing I remember, um, during UCA camp, mm-hmm. and when you talk about interviews and things like that, mm-hmm. um, you have to um, you say everyone has talent, hidden talent, mascot. Yeah, you have to showcase that during your interview. Like you know what, I get I get a mascot and and I'm stoic. Cool. I can um find that one thing i can ride a unicycle in suit like find those your know, hidden talent that you can do in the suit tell them about it in your interview because uh, they don't look for things like that
0: the one thing i like is like when the mascot plays the guitar that's the thing i really like that talent okay.
2: um you know what, let's think about um swish uh uh uh, uh um a good friend um he he can actually play the
1: piano, in suit, and guitar. Yeah. I, well, I know. I have. I have a few talents that I can do in suit. One of them being yoga. <laughs> but I mean, like I know personally as a performer, um, that helps me get work. That helps me get um, different appearances because I'm able to just do so much. Um, it only it only helps you as a performer. Uh, if you have so many hats uh, that you wear, because it just it just means you're multi-talented and you could be used in so many different facets, and that that in, that even extends to behind the scenes because there's not enough people behind the scenes working the lighting or the video or anything, and. We need more people like that. Like, I that is one thing I'm actually told in wrestling a lot. Um, even though that I train and I'm trying to be a performer in that field, um, I'm always told by promoters and all the time to never stop producing because it's such a vital role within that business that not too many people do that promotions struggle for producers all the damn time. So, um, Always, always, always show off all your talents, show all the assets that you have as a performer, because it will only get you more and more work and more opportunities uh, in the long run.
4: some of the hardest people to work with in entertainment business are animals uh and some college mascots are animals i can only imagine what it's like being one of those handlers because i bet you have to really have some extensive training to be part of one of those programs like i've yep. the university of georgia oh bebo
1: the university of texas whoo doggy i'm currently looking for a new handler because my old handler um i'm not going to get into the details of it but uh yeah he that, that, that was a mess uh, but he always hated being my handler because just the amount of work I have to do at conventions and going around and everything. Like I, I, I can be honest. Uh, being my handler is a pain in the ass. Uh, Me too. <laughs> like, like I, I, I will fully admit that. That. Um, to be to be my handler is like full is like a full time job almost just because of the amount of running around I do at at events and the amount of panels and stuff that I do. Uh, yeah, you really got to be on your your a game as a handler with me. So um, it's tough work, yeah. and not a lot of people will do it or are willing to do it. And the people who are more power to them because seriously, um, my handler hated me. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not like he hated me personally, it's just he hated being my handler because like I said it's like a full time job with me like and especially if you're being my handler for a yoga session, oh God, you're passing me water every like five minutes <laughs> yeah do that for do that for an hour and tell me you like me after <laughs>
4: no procedure stay calm. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Being a handler is not easy, definitely. It's definitely
0: not. Yeah. I'm always running around.
3: Yeah. Yo, get, give give, give props,
1: you? give props to your handlers, seriously.
3: You they know mean, who like... else? You know who what? else are animals? What? Who? The groupies, man.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: oh, I know that oh, really, really oh,
3: well. oh, oh, we can't talk about that. I, I know. Okay. Another show. Never mind. You oh, know what?
1: Um, to tune into patreon.com slash Mascot Support Group Podcast, where we talk about an episode on groupies. <laughs> <laughs> you, and we you know, who we're
2: gonna, who
1: you we know what? Well, maybe we'll make it an exclusive Fuzz's corner or something. Just me and me, me and the mascot <laughs> sensei. <laughs> you know what? No, you,
2: you know who we bring in for that
1: episode. Which one? Who?
2: Um. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he, he has a documentary on YouTube. That okay,
3: oh, um, that's great. That's oh. just because they didn't get to me on that damn documentary. <laughs> so it don't effing count, sir. <laughs> oh, that my doesn't God. count at <laughs> I mean, it counts, but it really you don't. He's because been signing things that he didn't think about being signed. Because yeah. trust me, I'm not trying to go there, but I guarantee you the world he lives in, Ain't the world I live in.
1: I mean so I So it's a little I, bit different. I'm down a, for I'm down for that different. episode. I got I got some funny it's, I got some it's funny. It's a little stories.
3: bit different when you're living around H Town, alright? Things go down in H Town, okay? Yeah.
1: There you go. Yeah. I'd so be willing to you. do that. I would be willing to do that <laughs> exclusive episode. I got some stories. I got some stories for you, mascot sensei.
3: <laughs> hey Irvin, don't be going to sleep. Yeah. Pay son. Write down some notes. I'm trying to help you
2: out. <laughs> I know. Um, going back to the end of year, I remember my my cheer coach is like, "Okay, I want to see how you're going to react. Um, that okay, we're on defense, and it's third and one. How are you going to react uh, and get the crowd pumped? Like they wanted to see that uh, in, in how we would um, perform in and stressful situations. So and definitely watch um watch, watch like highlight reels. see um get inspired by other performers and if you are uh if you are required to make a highlight wheel two minutes tops mm-hmm. two minutes tops and your first 30 seconds I bet your first eight seconds of that video has to pull them in. Yeah. Yeah. If if the first eight seconds of that eight to ten seconds does not pull them in, don't even think about getting in the callback. That's right. Right. That's right. So, we're looking for a highlight reel. Uh, making a highlight reel if it's required, two minutes tops, and make sure that first ten seconds reels them in. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. your hidden talent, on previous performances, and make it all flow. So, with that being said, we want to wish everyone the best of luck with the upcoming um tryouts, auditions, interviews, whatever you have coming up um for the upcoming school year. Yay. And I'm going to give a few plugs real quick. Time of recording. This weekend, it's Mascot you At the Mascot Hall of Fame.
1: Yay.
2: Woo. And their speakers this year. Woo. Woo. But that's the name of you, of you. Our good friend Chris Ernest is gonna be there. Um Eric McMahon. Who is Mark Taylor? Um uh, the Mask on the NBA. Um uh, you had um director of events, um John Lentz of Oklahoma o- Oklahoma um city. Um you had um um Paul Um Debbie I think I said his name one name wrong, minor league baseball for over 30 years with the same team. So wow. their speakers this year. Uh amazing. <laughs> Previous speakers, you had um John Absey, David Raymond, Kyle Hamster, um, um, Romley Low, like it is a great um um convention to go to if you want to really learn from these pros. And if you if you do decide to go, it's July twenty second through the twenty third this weekend coming up. If you go to mascot and use and fact slash support, we'll have a link for you guys. Sign up. It's at the mascot Hall of Fame, July twenty second to twenty third. Sign up. You can you can do it virtual or live. So, definitely check that out. We know High Impact had their camp over um like last month, within a month or so, and we heard it was very successful. They had some great surprises. And I'm just thinking of who else I've missed having camp. Let's keep everything high up. Uh, up. Be prepared, guys. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff. And I I said uh, a little tease coming up in August. I'm just going to say it right now. We're going to be having Dave Raymond on the podcast. We did Woo-hoo! it. We did it. Yes. We, did it. Right. we did it. We did it. Yep. We did it. So. Oh, if the Godfather. you want to know when we're yep. going to be having it, First people don't know to find out the date will be our members inside the Mascot Support Group Performers page on Facebook. After that, if you're on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Mascot Support Group, you'll find out the date. You'll be able to watch it on Twitch. If you want to join us in the Zoom studio, it's going to be an invite-only interview. Mm.
0: So, oh, boy.
2: you can join us on trip, uh, we're, we're at, we're at, make your questions there as well.
0: Oh, boy. This is be big for me.
3: Oh, boy. This is definitely... <laughs> oh, this what is, is it? definitely fine. And will JMB have to do the truffle shuffle?
0: The
2: truffle shuffle. J-B? Oh, God. Oh, God. You, you know what? If I'm correct, I don't remember who makes you do this. If you late for, an inter- for, like, a meeting or an interview, things like that, and with a group of mascots, you know what they make you do?
5: What?
2: I'm a letter posture, and spout. Mm-hmm. Here is my handle. Here is my spout. Yeah, you had to
3: do that in front of everyone. So. We had to run a mile. So, I don't know what you're talking about. Ooh. And to make the other cheerleaders mm-hmm. mad, because mm-hmm. I didn't get along with all of them, I would purposely show up five minutes late just so we could all run. Because I was a former track star, so it wasn't nothing for me to run a mile. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> I'm ready to run. They, hey, they learned to treat me nice. I know that. Mm. Don't forget about your mascots. We can yeah. make you or break you.
4: Man, them young cats couldn't keep up with you, man.
2: Yeah, and of course, we always want to thank our friend the Alty Energy. They have a few new flavors out, guys. They have throwing Creamsicle, and they have a Tropical Storm flavor, or two of those three new flavors. You go to alty.com, um, use the code mascot, you get a discount at checkout. With all our plugs taken care of. Mm-hmm. It is time for Fuzz's Corner. Fuzz, go ahead, play your clip.
1: All right, let's start that intro. Ah! Does it, Jay? I
0: got some sugar in the tank. What are you going to do
3: about it? Ah! Woof, woof.
1: Fuzz's Corner. Brought to you by OYW Podcast Network.
3: Finally, at OYW Podcast work.
1: Welcome Fuzz's Corner, uh, brought to you by OIW Podcast Network, and I guess now Possum Flus and Possum Productions, so uh, go check us out, Uh We got our new show, July 28th, it's in Toronto, Ontario, uh, called Into the Oblivion. It's, uh, it's a little bit of a video game related, uh, kind of centric around GTA a little bit, it, we have a really fun commercial. You can check it out on our YouTube or, on, or again, on PossumFlues.ca. But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I'm here to talk about my Anthrocon. I know it's been a few weeks, but uh, we haven't had an episode since uh, the week before Anthrocon. So uh, we're gonna get right into it. I'm gonna tell you guys about my experience, my first American convention in Pittsburgh, and uh, I, yeah, I went to the Steel City, and this is this was. This was such an experience for me. Uh, I just had to talk about it on here and let you guys know uh, my personal experience um, coming to your neck of the woods. Because, like I said, I have never been to... Well, that's not true. I've been to America once, but I don't remember it because I was like seven years old. Uh, I have a lot of... I, I, I dealt with epilepsy at the time. I had a lot of seizures. The only thing I remember is going to the Disneyland Resort, being yelled at by a waitress. And the other thing was, like, the the, the first ride you go in when you go into the Disney in Florida, and um, you see, like, the little dragon that goes, like, four kilometers an hour or whatever. It just mm. does a circle. Those are the only two things I remember. There's a bunch of pictures. I don't remember any of it. And it's just because I had so many seizures, guys. Um I just I, I my, my, my 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 brain don't work like uh like normal people do. Um but I'm not normal, so uh but yeah, no, uh Anthrocon, Pittsburgh, such an amazing time. Um it was a trip I really needed. Uh I was feeling really burnt out from podcasting and video creating and everything. Um the general things that a lot of content creators uh run across from time to time. And um Pittsburgh was our Anthrocom was something I really needed to kind of reinvigorate me and motivate me uh, to getting back to work and doing everything I needed to do. Because like I said, I've had a show this month coming up and I was so unprepared and so burnt out. I wasn't even doing anything for it. Um, but since I came back, I've I've hired a marketing team for myself. I've gotten a whole team uh, under Possum Productions now and um this show is looking like it's gonna be incredible but anthrocon so i flew out on the thursday and i had a connecting flight so i actually spent three hours in new york i got myself a pizza and um and and a coffee which i'm going this is going to be my first (laughs) little rant and it's not anything to you guys it's just a culture thing that's different um what the hell? <laughs> uh, 12 ounces of coffee is not a normal coffee. <laughs> you got it. Uh, this, this, this is like an extra large in my country. <laughs> to you guys, this is normal. And that just like, so for me as a, a, as a Canadian, that blows my mind. The portion sizes of your foods and your drinks and everything is ridiculous. I, I just, I, I can't even believe this. And for the fa- for how much you guys pay? For how cheap it is it's like how does this work I just I, I don't understand it <laughs> I guess why I guess this is why Ramsey had more restaurants closed when on his show than he had keep open because you know costs or whatever because it's just portion control Jesus but uh, anyway so I hanged out in New York I literally was just watching a YouTube video eating a eating a, uh, a, a New York pizza which that was awesome you guys, you guys, you guys know how to do pizza. Jesus Christ. I Both in Pittsburgh and in, um, and in New York, I had like some of the most amazing pizza I've ever had in my life. And I was like, holy crap. But, um, yeah, no. So I spent three hours in New York, touched down in Pittsburgh around 6 PM on Thursday. And I had this like big waft of, I'm here. Like everything didn't feel so real until like I landed in New York. And I'm like I'm actually doing this, and like I see outside and I see all the views and like the city and everything from the, from the the LGA and just everything just started hitting me. Like once I hit Pittsburgh, I hit this sense of relief where I was just like I'm actually here. I'm, I'm doing this. So we I get to the hotel and everything's just blowing my mind because um i've never been to a convention this size for furries um normally they're just in a hotel here they're not really big over there it was like the whole dlcc and the weston hotel connected so it felt like i was walking through packs if anyone's been through a penny arcade expo you'll know exactly what i'm talking about specifically the boston one um but so PAX East, but uh, yeah, it felt like walking around PAX. So it was just, it was so huge. Like at least took like 20 or 30 minutes to walk from one end of the Westin all the way to the other end of the DLCC. So um, sometimes meeting people, it would take me like 10, 15 minutes just to go meet them because they're on one end of the building. I'm on completely on the other end of the building. So I took a walk around the first day, just kind of like soaking in everything. Uh, just like holy crap I'm here like I'm actually I'm actually here so um, get back to my hotel meet my roommates uh, hang out with them for a little bit go back down and I hit up like the first rave which was all right but like I expect that is just the first night so it's not gonna have like the best stuff nothing was really set up and everything so the Friday is where we had our first furry yoga panel. And we had about 89 students show up for this one. And it was just a beginner's lesson, which you can find on youtube.com at Furry Yoga. You can find both panels on there, actually, Um, if you wanna go check it out yourself. uh, We had an amazing turnout, a lot of questions, and uh, I had so many people approach me saying, hey, I've been following the program for months, uh, and I no longer suffer from scoliosis, which like, the amount of times I got emotional in my suit, throughout the weekend, and especially that day, was just um, unbelievable. Um, we had one of the dance performers in, in that class, uh, which apparently helped her for the Saturday, which that's great, uh, which uh, I'll, I'll get that into the bit, but she's 15 years old, and that was her first performance. Uh, but yeah, no, so completely overwhelmed, and then I go out, and then I even meet people that were at Toronto, at my Fernal Equinox panel back in May, and telling me ever since they they went to that panel, they followed the program. They continued to do the program, and they no longer suffer from scoliosis, back pain. Uh, their their posture is a lot better. They could touch their toes. They lost 18 pounds. Like I I got so many stories on the Friday alone uh, after my panel, just of uh, people's success stories, and it just overwhelmed me so much. It vindicated me on why I do this and why I started. To, furry yoga and why I continue to do furry yoga. Um, so after that, I just felt great. And I just walked around and I met so many fans, so many fans. I didn't even realize how many fans I had in America, uh, from my TikToks to furry yoga, to even possible Flus, which blew me away because we, 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 we've never done any events outside of Toronto. So the fact that they're so we apparently have had people from pittsburgh come out to toronto for our shows which that's wow that's a five-hour drive (laughs) so (laughs) yeah um so that that was that was incredible went to this went to the rave on the friday had a fun time danced around with a bunch of people the saturday the saturday is when i did my shopping and uh, I went around the dealer's room and it was really different. There was a lot of artists and I got to support a lot of local artists. Uh, I got a new, uh, this is a furry thing, but like I got, I got, a, I got a new collar for, for Fuzz. I'm not wearing it right now. Cause you know, <laughs> it, it restricts me. So it's more for the performance. But um, yeah, no, uh, had a ball at the time and I hanged out with my yoga partner Rift who is amazing and this was actually the first time we ever met. So we've worked with each other for about a year, but we haven't actually done a session together or ever like met in person. So uh we just spent the whole afternoon basically just getting to know each other personally and hanging out with each other. And I love Rift Wing designs. I think Rift is such an amazing personality. I love that they they do yoga as well in fursuit, and they have like a U.S. branch, and I'm so honored to have them a part of furry yoga now and a part of uh, a part of this brand because um, they embody exactly why why I started this. So um, that was awesome. Went to the Saturday, Went to the went went around. Met more fans. I met so many people that I follow on like TikTok and everything. Like I got to meet Beta Monkey. I got I got. I, I got to meet so many people that I that I just I cherish and I've talked to over social media for years. And I've known as a furry for like God, seven years and finally actually getting to meet someone, including Bandit from, from Aust- Australia, which I didn't think he was showing up. And I posted one picture of Bandit. <laughs> okay, just one picture on Twitter. I'm like, guess who I found in the Weston Hotel? And I got blown up. Basically, everyone asking me where the hell Bandit was because no one was expecting him to be there. So, um, yeah, no. And then I went to the Saturday rave. Uh, got a little not PG at that rave. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. It, it was. The, the, there was. There's a lot of stuff you'll have to tune into a Patreon exclusive at some point when I talk about uh, the not-so things. Maybe we'll have mascot sensei, Charlie, and a few others uh, because they'll probably want to hear this story. It's it's quite funny. But, um, yeah, uh, I was the talk of that rave for the whole night and the whole Sunday afterwards. Did my other panel on Sunday. We had even more students show up. Oh, sorry. Before I get to that, actually, Saturday... So one of my favorite things on the Saturday, and this is actually going to lead into my fuzzest corner next week. um, I got to check out something that I used to do for a very long time. And JMB knows where I'm going with this. He's actually the only one here who knows where I'm going with this because I actually want to make this public uh, to people. So um, through my youth, through grade 7 to about grade 12 and even past that until about I was like 21 um I was a singer and dancer and I I still actually am in in a sense so I went I I wanted to go check out the dance competition for Anthrocon because the, the dance competition at Anthrocon is one of the biggest furry um dance competitions and this was one of their biggest yet uh they had over 60 um applicants for this dance competition only 24 made it so and they had to do it online because of so many people going in and they couldn't do it in person so um i wanted to go check this out because i've been kind of having the itch to get back into music and dancing again and um i wanted to see if this if this would light that spark if you said and uh oh man I saw so many people that I followed that I respect so much just give their all and um it really it, it was it was such a changing experience for me as a fan and as a performer just to watch these watch these furries go out there and just literally not only give a performance of a lifetime but embody the suits and just see what the judges were looking for. And there was a couple performances that I'm gonna be showing you guys next week in a video presentation wise, um, that just blew my mind, just absolutely blew me away and inspired me. Um, So I'm gonna let you guys know, (laughs) I may or may not have applied to the Camference dance competition. (laughs) uh august 5th so yeah you may you may see me on uh, twitch.tv at conference or youtube wherever they're doing it now um you may be seeing me perform but uh i got two songs It's about a three-minute performance and uh i've been piecing it for a while so uh, mm. yeah it's something i haven't done in a long time but it's something that i really want to do and i honestly don't care where i place in this competition i just want to do this i just i just want to do this i want to get it out there and see if that spark is back because i feel like that spark is back for me so um the dance competition was one of my favorite things i highly recommend anyone go search up Anthrocon 2023 dance competition not floor wars though floor wars was really fun um Go check out the actual dance competition. It was on the Sunday live stream. It's the first thing that shows up. It's like 20 minutes into it. Um, You'll be blown away. And uh, it it goes into my my topic for next week on Fuzz's Corner, which is going to be how I feel mascots could look into furry performers like dancers and everything and take influence with it. And I will show you more on what I mean by that because – me and J and B had such a great discussion about this that it sparked this episode for me for ne- for the next one, and J and B is completely with me on that. Where it's just, um, these people are incredible, like absolutely incredible, and okay, um, if you go check it out, you'll see what exactly I'm talking about. If you don't, just tune into my next Fuzz's Corner, and uh, I will explain it all and I'll show you it all. So, um. Including a couple performances, so that, Fuzz's corner is next going to be very, uh, very juicy. But Sunday, I got to do my next panel. It was very, very. It was even bigger. We had a hundred people at at, at that at, at that panel, which was absolutely amazing. I got to do a 45-minute session with them. Again, you can go check it out for YouTube.com at Furry Yoga. A um, lot of great reactions to it. Again, a lot of different stories. A lot of people's um coming up to me and saying hey how i've impacted them or how i've uh helped their lives and it's just i mean you can hear it in my voice it, it just it it humbles me so much to where um just a little program i started in a in a park because a couple of people asked me how i how i lost weight with yoga turned into all of this and i'm just i'm so overwhelmed with it and um yeah Anthrocon, i i got to walk around i got to meet so many fans I got to hear so many uh, stories, uh, people's success stories on furry yoga, and got to give a bunch of advice. I uh, got to party a lot, got to have fun, um, ran around. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life. Um, I Got to try some American brands and stuff, and and uh, holy hell, <laughs> some of, some of the energy drinks and things that you you guys, your energy drinks are like heart attacks in a can. Oh my god, <laughs> but. Um, I had such a I had such a ball, and I can't wait to go back to America again and do it all over again in every single state. And um, Polar Wildcat, I am coming to Anime next year in January. Uh, Anime Boston's really large, and I also want to come to PAX in March. So you may see me in Boston twice next year. So um, oh. yeah, I want to do more American dates. You guys know how to do conventions, and I had such a goddamn ball. So uh anthracon i will be back 2024 uh hopefully three days of, of furry yoga let's go ballroom <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah no and camphor if you're going to be in ottawa ontario i'm there august 5th uh through the whole weekend uh furry yoga's on sunday if you want to learn more about the furry fandom on the Friday. Uh, I'll be teaching Anthro 101, which is my Hitchhiker's Guide to the Furry Fandom. It's a fun little panel I do at some conventions where I actually teach you guys the basics of um, my my fandom. So what we do, what we do, and it has a little bit of mascot history in it. So that will actually be recorded. So we may actually play that uh, for A Fuzzless Corner in the future after that. So once it's recorded, if if Charlie will allow it. Maybe we'll make it a segment on here, exclusive for you guys, uh, for a premiere. So um, I was thinking about that. But I it's, it, that. Anthro 101 is literally Fuzz's Corner in a 45-minute session. I teach you guys everything about furry. So all the basics, where it comes down to the history of it, where you guys, uh, how, what's the differences between a fursuiter and a cosplayer, all your basic 101 needs, everything. So we we go through everything and then we open up the stage for people's questions and we we do not turn away any questions. So some people uh it, it's basically use it as their opportunity to ask a furry a question that they wouldn't ask a furry uh in random public. So and I tell them all the time I'm like nothing is off limits. If I can't talk about something cuz it's not it's not PG, I'll skirt around it and try to answer it the best I can. <laughs> but Generally, um there those parts, the QA, it's it all gloves off. Uh give me all your hard questions and I will answer them. So that's a really fun panel we did last year at in Toronto. We're doing it in Ottawa this year, and I'm looking forward to it. So that'll be recorded, that'll be a mascot support group exclusive, at least for the first week, and then we'll publish it out on Possum flus and everything else. But Uh, Yeah, no, we're going to be recording that and um, we'll make it a Fuzz's Corner or something because I like to teach you guys the furry fandom and that that panel basically embodies it. So uh, it'll be a real good teaching lesson. And uh, you'll also get to learn a lot more because I know I've dappled about the mascot history with my fandom before, but um, I've only given you the short run of it. So there's so much more. That, uh, like, the, the the history between mascotting and fursuit goes all the way back to, like, the early 50s. And really didn't branch out until, like, 2003. So, like, there's so much to cover on there that I couldn't cover it on a Fuzz's Corner. So, we'll make it an exclusive for this here. Um, and I think you all will really enjoy it. And then, um, that's another thing I wanted to say, too, that going forward, probably starting, I think, in September... I am getting a studio space, so these Fuzzes Corners are going to be a little bit different uh, because I got a shoot schedule now. Uh, As part of marketing and everything's planned, um, so Fuzzes Corners, when we go live starting in September, and this may be season what four uh, at that yeah. point, uh, but yeah, no, um, Fuzzes Corners will be pre-recorded, and then we come back here. And we have a general discussion of what we just watched. So, um, the Fuzzes Corners will be a lot more consistent. And Patreon, everyone on our Patreon, you guys are gonna get a lot more exclusive Fuzzes Corners with from me. Which, by the way, I got one coming in the next week or two. So keep a uh, keep an eye on that. I'll let Charlie know after we're done what's it what all those are about. So, uh, yeah. That's my jam-packed Fuzz's Corner. I know it was a lot, but um, if you guys have any questions uh, about my experience or Anthrocon in general, or just anything, just um, shoot away. This kind of like the discussion part of Fuzz's Corner. So, um, cause like I said, this was my first, my first time at Pittsburgh and my first time at an American convention. So I had a lot of first times here. <laughs> hey, Fuzz. Yeah.
2: I'm on EpicCon's Twitter page right now. And you say how big that convention is? Their there... official attendance was 13,644 attendees.
1: Yep. Yep. It is, the, it is currently the biggest uh, furry convention in the world right now until MFF goes on in November and probably beats it by like three. Because they only beat MFF by, like, three numbers. So it's probably just going to keep going back and forth like it always does. And oh. the charity work. I, One thing I
2: love that you guys do.
1: So so was, this is what I mean. This this was such a jam-packed weekend. I'm missing shit. Uh, I was also in the parade. So if you guys go look at the Anthracon parade in its entirety, you will see me. Um, we were all in aligned fashion. So uh, there's so many videos with me in it. Um, just pick any Anthrocon 2023 parade video and you'll more likely see me. I was slapping people's hands. I was doing the bunny hop. Um, I was being very emoted. So, <laughs> uh, go check that out. But, uh, yeah, no, the charity there, uh, they did a charity for rabbits. So like it's a rabbit ha- habitat, uh, sanctuary thing. Like they, they take care of rabbits and everything. And they raised over $5,000. All right.
2: They raised Fifty two thousand dollars. Yeah,
1: fifty two thousand dollars for that charity alone. And they also donated the dance set uh to that charity for their events as well. Which the dance set was like a huge LED board uh shot of Pittsburgh. It was it was amazing. Like literally one of the best like dance sets I've ever seen in my life. So and they donated that to, to that charity for whatever they want to use, if they wanna sell it, if they want to use mm-hmm. it at future events. Um is really cool. But yeah, they 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 raised over $52,000 uh for rabbits. <laughs> and uh that's going to be going into getting them the proper care that they need and the housing and the food and all that. So it's it's really cool. Power of furries. We we when we come together. Um and it was kind of cool how they did it too. They had a raffle. So they did two things. They had a raffle where they were giving away a bunch of different things. Where even some fur suit makers were giving away partials and full suits, which that's like, if you know, if you're, you're a furry, you know that's like between 1200 dollars. That's not that that that's no small chunk of coin. Um, and then they also did an exclusive uh, Q and A show for the charity that you had to buy tickets for. So, they did between the raffle and the charity show, they raised $52,000. And then anyone else who was just dropping donations. So, it's such a, I think it was their biggest donation they've ever done. So, again, just the power of that community. And one thing I want to dapple on too before I end Fuzz's Corner here um, you guys are so awesome out there. I loved every single one of you for meeting you talking to you, uh, coming to the block party after the the after the parade, and just hanging out, like, interacting with the kids, getting filmed, and, like, uh, it's such a different environment in Pittsburgh in comparison to Toronto, Ontario. It absolutely blew my mind, and it's to the point I didn't want to leave. Um, you guys out here, there, just, I wish... Y'all would come out here and show us how we do it, because how to do it, because y'all know how to do it out there in Pittsburgh. And um, I'm just so excited to come back next year. And I miss y'all already. And it's just, yeah, just the fandom diversity between Ontario and Pennsylvania is crazy, absolutely crazy. It's it's nuts. Over here, we're so there's so many cutthroat. And uh, bad people over here and over there, it just, it was so chill. I, I didn't meet one bad apple. Like, so, ah. Uh.
2: let say, Buzz.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: uh, I know next year, there it is the first of July, uh, week, week, July 4th to the 7th. Yeah. So, con, if you're hearing this, we'll be honored to do a live recording of the podcast next year.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. I think i to try to apply. I mean, I got good with Uncle Kage, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, Anthrocon, you're amazing. I can't wait to come back next year, hopefully do more furry yoga, hopefully do more panels, and just, um, hang out with y'all some more, because, yeah, I love Pittsburgh. (laughs) I loved it so much, and I can't wait to go back. (laughs) Well, Thank you, Fuzz,
4: for a jam-packed, exclusive Fuzz's Corner. And if you guys want to check out more about Anthrocon, definitely uh, go on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, follow whatever you need to do. Follow Fuzz and do follow the convention and their partners, and they'll give you all sorts of information. And, of course, as we always say, when it comes to the furry community and the furry fandom, always educate yourself and come in with an open mind because we're all human beings here. It's all love. Um, But before we end here, this episode, I need to do a little plug here um, because we just launched a third podcast on the OIW podcast network and on the mascot support group podcast umbrella um, is the penalty sports talk podcast. And on this upcoming episode, we will be talking all about the NFL in the upcoming season. But also, it's the next chapter in a classic rivalry. Thus, in podcast form, it's all about the game, baby. It's the NFL stars shining bright, the heavyweights colliding. It's the Cowboys versus Eagles, a classic fight. So y'all better get ready because this thing's about to explode.
2: And and JB, another thing that we're, we're gonna be talking about—the news got broke today. How are we Arena A football league is back. The AFL is back. I
1: also, uh, I also want to give a quick plug too, because um, you know, Possum Flus is now uh, officially a part of the mascot support group umbrella, and I just want to let you guys know once again we have a show. On July 28th, if you are near the Toronto, Ontario region, come check us out, 5.30 till 2.30 in the morning, so 5.30 p.m. till 2.30. It's a nine-hour show, uh, just nine hours of just great entertainment, great uh, gaming, gaming, entertainment, dancing, music, fun times, uh possum flus- uh, just to give you the quick rundown, because I don't want to be talking forever. I've already been talking so much with Fuzz's Corner here. Uh, you're probably all just telling me to shut up already. But uh, Possum Floose is a collection of furries, mascots, uh, gamers, streamers, content creators, DJs, performers, actors. We are all Possum Floos. We are all just coming together to create a promotion to create badass events for all of you to sink your teeth into. Possumfluce.ca. Go check it out. Use the discount code. Yes, you hear me right a discount code. Mascot 5. You use that. It is the official mascot support group. Uh discount code. Go on there. Anything on the site. If you even want to come check out our show, if you're near Toronto, you can get half off your ticket. You can you, you can get five dollars off your ticket. So uh, go check that out, um, and that can be applied to everything. So um, yeah, so go check that out. Possumflues.ca. Go get yourself some merch. Mascot Support Group podcast merchandise coming soon on that website. So go check everything out. Uh, I got some merch coming soon. Uh, I got I got to deal with some distribution rights and all the legal marbo-jabo that you guys don't want to don't care to listen to, but that's coming soon. Um, And yeah, so Mascot 5, get yourself yourself 20% off all the merchandise or $5 off your ticket if you want to come out to a show. So, um, and we are, the show is supported by The 519, which is a homeless shelter and food bank. For the LGBTQ community in Toronto, Ontario, they've done amazing work for over 15 years. Toronto loves them, we love them in this community and we can't thank them enough for backing the show so come check out into the oblivion is amazing show go check out the really funny commercial we just did on youtube.com at possum Flus events or on our social medias it's a gta san andreas parody jmb is seated he laughed his ass off yep. uh, go check it out it's really funny that's we nice. had such a fun time with it um and that's what we do over here at possum floofs and Uh, We're so happy to uh, be working with the Mascot Support Group and the Mascot Support Group podcast and uh, just pushing all of us further because and bringing the mascot fold into the possum flu fold because we like to preach we're for everyone and this just backs that sentiment even further. So mascots in Ontario, Canada, we got you. We got events coming soon just for you and um, I'm going to tease it just a little bit may or may not be working out a convention in the next year or two, there may be some events for you guys there, so keep an eye out on that. Okay, but, Buzz, <laughs>
2: you talk about events. One yeah. thing that we are going to be trying to do in the Massacre Suburb Group is create meetups in different cities. For example, um, um, Labor Day Week. In September. if you're in St. Pete, Tampa area, myself and Irvin, Irvin's gonna be down. We're gonna be going to the um, Boston Red Sox versus the Tampa Bay Rays game that Monday.
1: See, I, so, yes, I, I, um, I'm so full of plugs uh, on yeah. on on the on the on the cusp of that, Charlie. If you allow me, I can actually announce the first mascot slash possum fluce meetup for mascot specifically um it's going to be the august 11th weekend and there'll be more details to come but we're actually going to be meeting up at the toronto blue jays game when they go face the cubs uh that weekend so it's going to be either the friday or the saturday uh details to come in the next week or two but we're going to be doing a we're going to be doing a baseball meetup so for all mascots, uh, and it doesn't just have to be mascots. But we may have Diego there if they allow us. I don't know. There there may be some logistic things on that. Well, we may hang outside, uh, outside the arena. They can't stop us outside the arena. Okay. <laughs> so, you
4: know what? Okay. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and dogpile on that because MLB All Star Game next year, twenty twenty four, Dallas, baby. Let's get it. Arlington, Texas, baby. We're meeting up here July 2024. Bring the mascots. Bring all y'all down here, because ain't (laughs) nothing like deep in the heart of Texas. Hey!
2: 2025, it could be in Toronto, maybe. What? Maybe Atlanta. What? Toronto is a a front-runner for the 2025 All-Star game. Let's talk about 2024, okay? Let's talk about that, that first. Hurts. Let's get to
4: 2024 before we get to 2025. Just yeah. like I don't <laughs> want to go all the way to 2026. Talking about Roman Reigns losing the WWE Championship, you goons. Yeah.
1: Okay? As for future mascot meetups and just meetups in general, our next meetup for Possible Flus is going to be August 11th at the Rogers Center. In Toronto, Ontario, for the Toronto Blue Jays versus the Cubs, so come check that out. Uh, come hang out with us. We're gonna be basically hitting up every single district. We're probably gonna go live on our social media or our YouTube, and we're just we're literally gonna check out the new Rogers Centre because none of us has checked it out yet. So we're we're basically every twenty or thirty minutes, we're hitting a new district, and I plan and I plan on getting a Blue Jays martini at every single district so we're going to see how how drunk fuzz <laughs> is by the time he gets to the corona rooftop which is seven floors high so <laughs> we're, we're this is this is going to be a really fun time and um it's also my birthday so um we're, ce- we're, we're doing a meetup and also celebrating fuzz buttons turning 31 so <laughs> so come, come come out um we're going to have advanced tickets because we're going to be doing a ticket bundle together so we can all see together. So uh, keep an eye on our social medias for details on that. But Just yes, that's in the case first official uh, out. mascot support group meetup is in Toronto on August 11th. Rogers Center, Toronto Blue Jays versus Chicago Cubs. Come check it out. I'm probably getting super drunk because it's my birthday. And I'm going to be sipping on those <laughs> those Toronto Blue Jays specific drinks. And it's going to be such a fun time. And uh, I'm hoping by the time at the end of it, I am nice and wasted on the Corona rooftop, looking at the Toronto skyline. That's that that's no, my plan.
4: No, you don't want to do that while drunk. No, because <laughs> listen, Ace is not a certified CPR specialist, or is he? Does it do do, do birds do CPR? Uh, I don't know, but we're gonna do meetups. Bishop, I need to come to your neck of the woods. I I I, I need to come home, bro.
3: I need nah, to nah, nah, no, stay, no, there's nothing here. Stay, 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 you stay may see you me
1: end. one day next year in Texas for a Texas fiesta, uh, f- <laughs> furry fiesta. Uh, cause yeah, I, ain't I plan nothing on doing down that here except
3: ground squirrels, man. Don't, don't, do that's it.
4: Let's talk about the Midland Rockhounds, bro. Let's talk about them Warbirds. Let's talk about them Jackalopes. <laughs> Come on, we got a culture down there in West Texas.
3: Don't you? All don't right, you we... let these people get
2: you know, misconstrued. Oh,
1: yeah, let's oh, let's man. wrap this up. We've been talking forever. Yeah, that's, not,
3: that's another show. Stop it, JB Stop. save <laughs> it for the penalty. I'm, yeah,
4: I'm, nice. I'm, not, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying we got a culture. That's all.
2: So first, go ahead and say your your your, 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 your um close all,
1: right. all right, all right. First of all, thank you all Thai Energy. Thank you OIW Podcast Network, and of course. I can pull us a flooce even though it's myself, but still there's a lot of people behind it It's not just myself, so there's a lot of people behind the scenes And I want to give a great shout out to every single one of them Because um, these shows and these events aren't easy to put on for you And there's a lot of people um, that don't get credit for these And I want to give that credit to them on here Because um, without them, uh, we wouldn't be able to do what we do But, as always everyone When you listen to this podcast, when you mask up, when you become a performer, you always got to stay floofy. Whenever you go out into this wife and you always, 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 always show that dedication, show that motivation, you stay fluff, stay fuzzy. And when you get out on that stage, when you get out on that field, when you get out on that main light, that main spotlight... You sure. always, always, always live in the performance. Yes, yeah, sir. We'll right. all see y'all a next time. Let's wave everyone on the camera. Like, let's do this good. properly. Uh, I, I, I swear it. we don't do this properly the oh. time. So all our I'll cameras are down. on this, this time. It's the so.
2: first time J and B was on camera the entire time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, because I, right. cause I'm, because
4: I'm, because I'm new and improved, baby. Got a new microphone, new camera, everything. We
2: we good over here. We Gucci.
1: All right, (laughs) y'all. We'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye.